just like to reflect on that one verse in the gospel we heard. When you were younger, you put on your own belt and went wherever you liked to. But when you're older, somebody else will put a belt around you and take you where you'd rather not go. So good news for all the young people like me here. We can put on our belt and go wherever we like to. And not so good news to if you're older, now somebody else would put a belt around you. Now that's not what Jesus says, that's heresy. <laughs> you know, when we look at John's Gospel, it, uh, it is um, very simple, at the same time it's very deep in what he says. There's so much underneath in each verse when we reflect on them. So what does it mean that when we hear those words, young and old, that somebody, you know, you go wherever you like when you're young, and that uh, when you become old, somebody else, someone else puts a belt around you and take you? Is it just referring to some age group, or is there a deeper transformation that we hear in what Jesus says? So before we sort of reflect on that verse, uh, I'd like to just to take you to previous scene. So Jesus appears to them, and uh, they have breakfast, and uh, turns to Peter and asks them, Peter, do you love me? He asks him three times. You know, often these words actually looked at, you know, that uh, because Jesus, uh, Peter denied Jesus three times, and so Jesus is asking three times. Maybe that's partly, but there's something else deeper happening when he asks him, do you love me? To get to that place, I'd like to just uh, say a bit of example of, um, now a month ago, we celebrated Dan's birthday. Dan was on the desk in our house, and uh, we had his celebrations. After we cut the cake, birthday cake, we had about 10 people also. So after we cut the cake, and Father Dan said, uh, let's uh, now time just to give a word of affirmation to Dan, uh, just something that describes about him. So uh, we all went around sharing a word uh, for Dan, something of, uh, you know, describes his personality. So after we did that, Father Dan said, uh, well, Dan, it's your turn. You tell us what you heard from all the 10 of us. So Dan almost got uh, half of that the first time. And he asked him second time. All right, now second round. So tell us what we said. And he asked him third time. <laughs> so second time, he almost got it. And the third time, he got everyone right. The reason Father Dan asked him to say three times was not to test his memory, but really the whole intention was that that he would take those words to his heart. Those words of affirmation, that he would take it to his heart. And something of that similar nature is happening when Jesus asked Peter, do you love me? Each time Jesus is asking, do you love me, he's taking him deeper place. You know, Peter has denied Jesus, but there is a truth that does not change. 
Although he failed, denied Jesus, he loves Jesus. He loves Jesus. And that does not change. The moment that he heard the gospel today, it is the Lord, he jumps out into the water. Half naked, he just wraps around a cloak and just jumps into the water. The moment he hears the word, it is the Lord. And that Peter carried a deep love for Jesus. In the face of death, in the face of fear that he panicked and denied and failed, but it does not change the fact that he loves Jesus. So that's the place. There is something, old, something else is happening in that place when he says as well, you know, uh, in the Gospels, when we hear, when, uh, every time Jesus, uh, Peter talks, there's something of his human nature comes out, uh, the, the natural man that comes out, you know, that uh, Peter is very much driven by his ego at times. You know, Jesus says to him, Peter, you will deny me three times. And uh, Peter says, Lord, what are you talking about? You're telling me that I'll deny you three times? I will lay my life for you. I will never deny you. Or uh, in uh, uh, the other places we hear, you know, Jesus talks about his death, that the Son of Man will walk to, you know, will be handed over to the chief priests and the scribes. They will put him to death. On the third day, rise again. Something of the humanness catches up with Peter. He says, Jesus, what are you talking about? He takes him aside and you know, just says, what are you talking about? God forbid that. God forbid that that should never happen. I've got a better plan, you know, that uh, you become a political king and we've got better dreams. You're going to die on the cross? In all those uh, conversations, something of uh, Peter that comes out, the, the natural man, the natural man who, who thinks and understands things differently. But when Jesus asked him now, having faced with failures, having faced with his own fragility, having faced with human limitedness, now his response is very different. That he comes to that place, you know everything, Lord. You know everything. You know that I love you. You know that I love you. In a sense, what we see here, the natural man, the human, uh, the ego, of something of that, of Peter, actually has died. In some sense, it has it's seen death, and there's a spiritual man that's awakening. The resurrection is not of Jesus alone, but we see the resurrection in Peter. If you read the book of Acts, there's a, a greater humility that comes to Peter. Peter is not reacting anymore like that. That there's something of Peter, that there's greater humility and docile, uh, the, 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 the greater power that we see, them, we see in it. You know, oftentimes in our own life too, we are pushed to that deeper level 
In some ways, when we carry the cross, the moments that we go through sufferings, when we are faced with our own failures, when we go through a time of wilderness, it actually takes us to that deeper place where we come to see our limitedness. That way we, where we come to see, um, in a sense, our human helplessness, our powerlessness, that we can all come to say, like Peter, in those moments we can say, you know everything, Lord, you know that I love you. And this is the place where Jesus says, when you're younger, you put on your own belt and you went wherever you like to. And now, when you're older, somebody else will put a belt around you and take you where you'd rather not go. A place of death and resurrection that we encounter and in that place, somebody else put a belt around. Who is that somebody else? That we need to read the book of Acts. The Acts of the Apostles gives who is that one who put a belt around Peter who led him. It's the Holy Spirit. It is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit takes him over to places where he never imagined standing before the, the Sanhedrin and the temple and talking to the authorities and uh, doing great wonders and miracles and healings that Peter did and that, uh, you know, going to prison, being freed from prison, that he does everything under the influence of the Holy Spirit. He moves under the influence and the power of the Holy Spirit. And that's a way we are called to do. We are invited, you know, Jesus uses a number of uh, languages in trying to understand who is the Holy Spirit. He says he's our comforter, he's our helper, he's our guide. In other words, he's saying that we are to actually be led by the Holy Spirit. Christian life has to be a life lived in, in and through the power of the Holy Spirit. Until then, we actually live a very uh, in a limited life. But the moment we let the Holy Spirit to take over, that he takes us to places and things that we could never imagine or do. No matter what vocations we live or what work we do, in everything we are to invite the Holy Spirit to lead us and guide us. So this time, we celebrate the Easter tide, the Easter celebration for 50 days. There's also something we are looking up to. So during this time, we are also looking to Pentecost, to Pentecost to receive the Holy Spirit into our hearts. So let's, uh, you know, as we partake in the Eucharist, let's turn to the Lord Let's turn to the Lord that we may have the grace to invoke the Holy Spirit deep into our hearts, deep into our, actually the helplessness, powerlessness we experience. We invite His power that we be led 
day by day in and through his promptings and guidance. Hello, Father Dan here. If this homily has been helpful, there are a few things I'd love for you to do. Firstly, subscribe to this podcast or share this episode with someone who might find it helpful. And consider also helping us to expand our mission and reach out to more people by donating at stbenedicts.com.au forward slash donate, or you can click on the link in the podcast description. Thanks so much for joining us and have a blessed week.